Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. Welcome back. Hey, so sorry. No, it's, it's been, it's, it's, I mean, it's not just you. It's been a, it's been a couple weeks since we've both been able to record something so life has just been handing out the bitch smacks yeah fortunately fortunately and i don't know how about you i know we probably have some not fun topics to talk about tonight but like honestly everything's looking millhouse up in the wrestling world for me at least like i'm i've been pretty happy there's uh i mean i don't know this is kind of this was kind of a weird week because like there's a lot of things to talk about but it's not necessarily stuff that like we would typically talk about because it's all just kind of hearsay. That's true. Like, but but also Asa, I need a lot of positivity in my life and like playing with ourselves is coming back this week and I got brother. brother honestly, that is I the, got You've got a big one there. I also have the big one there that I wanted to talk about from Gamescom. Um but outside of that, like, yeah, I think the news itself is going to be kind of lighter and we're just going to do focus on that stuff. But yeah, because uh, like, I'm be... cool with talking about I'm cool with talking about just shit that's been making us happy the last couple weeks. I know you did that last week, but I didn't get to do that. And I like don't necessarily want to talk about shitty things uh, unless they're super relevant. We can talk about them. Uh, there's but, no, like there's nothing. Well, OK, we I touched on it a little bit, but there's we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yes. Yeah. The, the news is relatively light. I don't think there's a ton to really like discuss coming out of it but there are there is one like big story that i do want to talk about yeah um but before we get into the news of the week before we get into playing with ourselves uh we start every episode with the power of positivity because the internet and social media and in general uh not just in wrestling but comic books video games sports anything that you like there's a section of people that just are like why are you like this online so we try to counter that by starting every show with the power of positivity and mine for this week is excuse me is a little bit more uh self-contained slash local but mine is that last weekend jdx won the river city championship at wrestlemax um yeah he is just super cool I've gotten to work with him uh, on a, on two of the WrestleMax shows. Uh, excuse me, three of the WrestleMax shows, I think. And he's always just, like, been the nicest guy. He's just supremely talented. And to see him win the David Lee Memorial Tournament, which I know means so much to Kevin, but to then win the title in the process, like... See, I, I, I was so mad that I wasn't able to go. Because I was originally planning on going to that show, but just stuff popped up and I, and I couldn't get up there. But then, but seeing him win, like that made me smile. I was super happy about that. So that is yeah. my power of positivity. Just a really, really talented person who is also a really, really good person succeeding. And that's just always reason to celebrate. So yeah. What is, what's, what's your power of positivity, Dalton? You said you might have two, but now you're looking around like you don't know where you're at. Yeah, no. Cause I was just like, hell, what is it? Um, so I just, fuck, wrestling as a whole recently has been like the one thing keeping me super happy. Uh, me and, uh, I think it's the most that I've ter- like made myself be a fan again recently, mm-hmm. like in the last like month or two. And, uh, I've been hanging out with my uh, girlfriend's brother a lot recently 
and we've just been watching wrestling together and I have forgot, like I apparently just don't watch wrestling without a critical eye anymore. Like I've been so fucking cynical about everything recently, which is weird because like we're relatively positive on this show, but like I started watching WWE again. That's my power of positivity. Fucking index. Like that Mm -hmm. is my favorite thing that they've done in quite a while. Because it was a callback to a shitty situation where, like, Indy Hartwell, like, who was probably my favorite part of the way just because she makes me smile. Like, she's goofy. And she's also a big K-pop fan. So, like, we, we, we I, she's cool. And then, like, Candace gets pregnant. All right, cool. We can. Johnny is a free agent. Cool. Theory's going to the main roster. Awesome. Uh, Dexter's released. Well, fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. And it's like, she's just been kind of existing. Her whole and, family got written out. <laughs> Yeah, like, written out, like, let go. Like, it is a whole thing. And, like, it's that whole thing of just, like, all right, well, they're all back now, minus Candace. And fingers crossed we get her. And, like, I was afraid they weren't going to mention it. So, between Index coming back and then Gargano's return, those were my two favorite things. Because it's one of those things that, like, that was a true, genuine shock. And I am so happy. Because, like, four months ago, this wasn't me. No. Like I was not, I was not watching all the wrestling that I'm watching now. The, um, I, the, the last I'm show acti- that we did together, the last show that we did together was the SummerSlam preview, and yeah. you were just so disinterested because you weren't like watching anything. Which, yeah. granted, that was you know it was still kind of like Vince was still there, or like he had just written that last Raw. So yeah, you know, because we were talking really about yeah, we were talking about whether or not I was convinced that Vince didn't have SummerSlam already wrote. Yeah. Because that's what I was talking... Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even the person of being, like, Triple H's mega god wrestling... Like, wrestling god. Which, like, I mean, he was before all this. Like, let's be real. Triple H has probably one of the more interesting careers in wrestling history. But, like, if he... If if this is all his doing, 100%, and he's just, like, figuring out how to make WWE enjoyable for people like me again, he's doing a phenomenal job. I still haven't really gotten into NXT... Um, 2.0. I'm still, I, I still feel a little burned about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I miss my black and gold, but I've been watching Raw again, and I think the power of positivity is, is like a whole right now between Index and Gargano is just like, f- fuck, wrestling's fun, and wrestling's being fun again, and it makes me really happy, because again, I was not this happy the last time we recorded, and that was four weeks ago. Like, it's been a whole month, and it's like, oh man, one month removed, and Dalton loves, like, all of this again. Yeah, I, and I'm hoping it's not a honeymoon, but I'm just I'm so happy that we record a show about wrestling because wrestling is one of my favorite things again. One of the it's one of the things that we are going to have to like kind of keep an eye on is just like okay, does is the honeymoon phase going to pass? You know, do, is WWE going to slip back into kind of some of their older yeah. ways, things like that. But I will say I did see someone on Twitter talk about like when Johnny redebuted on Raw. He said that if he would have if he would have been called up or redebuted under Vince, there was a zero percent chance they would have they may have like done the theory thing, like they may have made like that his first feud back, but they absolutely would not have mentioned NXT. They wouldn't yeah. have done the like go for the high five, like go. They wouldn't have done any of that, and just them having Dexter come back, and in this like creepy way that you know he's he's breaking the he's breaking into the arena he's crashing cars he's like sending out decoys so that he can uh, kidnap the miz but to have him go back to nxt to give indy the letter and and them have that moment like 
That is such a nice touch. And that really so, does, that does deserve the credit. Uh, I also saw someone say real quick that Indy Hartwell's main roster call up is going to be her breaking him out of jail. Oh, and let's go. Would, just turn it into uh, Dexter Loomis cinematic universe. I really hope that this is all like Triple H is like, all right, cool. I got I got Dexter back. I was able to sign him. That's good. Indy's still around. I got uh, I was able to make Sean get Johnny back because you know that's what happened. We were hearing that report of well, Sean's the one actually talking to Gargano right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope they write the story of Dexter. <laughs> oh my God! Ew, gross! Don't put that. A, that's an abomination. Uh, Asa showed me a really mashup figure of things that I've broken and given him. I did a head swap uh, of a Marvel Legend. I put a werewolf head on a robot body, and it looks wrong. Uh, yeah, so uh, I really hope they write the story of Dexter is actually the one that brought the way back. He's just been breaking in trying to get Johnny in the whole time, and he was finally able to make it happen. Like, I want it to be one of those things where it's like, this is all because Dexter Loomis is back. I need the headcanon there to be, but they also just, like, they rehired him, but they didn't tell him. So, like, he thinks, Oh, my God. That's, that's why Johnny Gargano, that's why Gargano gets his entrance and his music and all of that. Because he just showed up to work. <laughs> They were like, like he, he was never he was never a free agent. He just didn't come into work. It was it, it was just it's a, you know that's just how ride or die his son in law is of just like no I'm gonna get you in. And he's like no yeah we have a pass like we just gotta tell no I'm gonna get you like, in. Uh, like but. you've broken the law the last month, dude. You could have just walked through the side door. <laughs> you know the side. Pete is the one that's running it. You just say hi to Pete and he'll let you in. I so the Dexter Loomis stuff. It I hope it continues how it was in NXT because I do think a big part of it in NXT was that whole indie, that last indie Hartwell thing, because it's such a weird character that I could see it not doing great on the main roster. But now that it seems like we're kind of entering this new era of where, okay, no triple H is in charge of creative. This is a triple H, if not a triple H character, a triple H, like, like this is someone that triple H likes. So yeah. they won't do the typical like, okay, so everything that made you popular and over down there, we're getting rid of and we're redoing. Which so you I would, think that that's an automatic like one step up. Yeah. And you would. Yeah. And again, like you said, like I would like to think that since Triple H is kind of the one that made a lot of that. He won't actively try to shit on all of that. Did you, So this isn't part of the news story and we'll get into the actual news that we are going to talk about. Did you see the Kevin Nash tweet? Or the Kevin Nash interview, or I guess it's from his podcast. Mm-hmm. No, where, I haven't, but Where no. he talked about, like, someone asked him about the Triple H NXT stuff, and he just talked about how much bullshit it was that he's like, look how quick, like, Hunter had his heart episode, and just, like, they could not wait to get down there and undo everything that he had built. Yeah, like, joke's how, on them. Because he, he, he even mentions, like, how does that not seem completely intentional? So, yeah, because it, it, it really seemed like it was so, but it, it's we've moved past that. It's we're kind of entering into this new era. We have Clash at the Castle and Worlds Collide here in the next couple weeks. So we'll see if WWE can kind of keep up this momentum that they've been doing a good job so far of. And, and I kind of broke down last week to just the stuff, the different, the obvious differences that we're seeing now that are kind of encouraging to see so oh if and speaking of worlds collide just because i saw that uh graphic and it made me realize one of my favorite matches of all time was on a worlds collide and it was dominic uh dijakovic versus uh luke harper 
That yeah. match is dumb. Oh, it was such a good match. Sorry, I just... Was that the one we saw at WrestleMania? No, 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 no. We didn't see a Worlds Collide there. Was that not a Worlds Collide? No, I mean, it at was the... in... But so it wasn't like what... the pay-per-view. It wasn't like a pay-per-view. No, no. They do... It's like a fan access wrestling yeah. show. So, at, like, WrestleMania, I don't know if they do it anymore, but whenever me and Asa went to WrestleMania 34... Yeah. When we went to WrestleMania 34, we went to fan access, and they actually would do live wrestling shows while you walk around and they they were calling it worlds collide because they had a couple of the uk guys there i think it was even before uk was a thing no no it was a thing still i don't know if the show had started yet but the uk championship was a thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah no so uh they were doing like a worlds collide and people like uh tony storm and uh jack were wrestling and shit like that um if you watched robin big they did one where rob deerdeck actually wrestled a match at one of those like small events Cause he like came in on the skateboard, which I'm like, how did you not die? But it's whatever. <laughs> uh, sorry, weird sidebar. Again, me and Asa haven't done a show in a month, yeah. And we're we're tangent kings. Don't worry, William Regal shouldn't get brought up at all. I hope. Absolutely not. We why would why would <laughs> William Regal or anybody in a stable run by William Regal come up this week? No reason. <laughs> but moving into the actual news of the week. So this is from a couple weeks ago, but it is actually relevant to talk about this week. Because I don't know if you saw it, but I sent it into that uh, chat that we're in with Tyler and Kenny. Yeah. Um, but Stardom made the official announcement a couple weeks ago that there is now going to be a legitimate IWGP Women's Championship. Which is... For Real cool. ...ever in the making. Like, this is... Saying a long time coming, like, doesn't do it justice. Because holy crap how is it not already been a thing but um we but they did show what the plates are going to look like so it i i like the design we didn't really good get a good sense of scale with it so we don't know like you know how big it's going to be but the the design itself i'm super into like it's got the kind of crown element that you would expect coming from stardom um and, and the, the side plates are nice, too. I'm trying to find the actual image because I thought I sent it as a picture, but I think I sent it as a tweet, and that is a lot harder to find in a group chat. Oh, and there I, don't have, I don't have my phone by me. I found it. Uh, I'll put it here in the Discord so you can see it. But Thank you. It's the, it, it's, well, it's less a crown. It's the wing person with the spear, IWGP, uh, stars inside of a, a Pentagon side plates. I, it's pretty. Yeah, I dig it. I like it a lot. Hopefully, hopefully they put a good strap on it. Um, yeah, because like you can ruin that look real quick. I initially thought I was gonna hate the uh, U.S. title because I didn't like the strap initially. It it grew on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I mean, but yeah, it tends to happen. Like yeah, the old the I still think that the WWE Universal Championship, whether whichever brand it's on, whether it's the red strap, blue strap, red plate, like I think that looks a little silly. But I don't even think I was a huge fan of the Intercontinental Championship when they redesigned it. And now I'm just, I s- I'm so I used still to don't it. like it. I still don't like it. It's not my favorite. I mean, it's not my favorite design. Like if they, if someone walked in, if Gunther walked in with the, the white old school one again, I would lose yeah. my mind. But like, yeah, it also, it looks good on him. But I also dare you to find me a championship that wouldn't look right on him. Yeah, he should. He could be Ultimo Gunther, and it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be super into it. 
let's see. So I'm excited for that. I, I'm excited for them to debut that and start to, to add that as part of the uh, as part of their events. I talked about it last week. This is probably the biggest bummer of the last couple weeks in wrestling because it's just like you don't want to see people lose their jobs. And holy shit, did so many people lose their jobs. But it was announced that NXT UK is going on hiatus. It will eventually be rebranded as NXT Europe, but that won't happen until sometime in 2023. And as the day that that was announced, the cuts started to come. Yeah. And honestly, I think like we there's too many to be able to go through all of them. Basically, if you didn't see them on NXT the last two weeks, they probably don't work for WWE anymore. Yeah, which is a bummer because it was like the two big ones that I was super sad about were uh, Mark Andrews and uh, Flash. Mm-hmm. Like those two, like that. Oh, I loved those two. Um, I mean, they're all bummers. Again, we only see people lose their job. And I'm not even like, I don't like the fact that there's releases. It makes sense, though, if you're letting go of a whole brand. Like, it sucks. And hopefully whenever they restart NXT uh, Europe, like, a bunch of those people get their jobs back. I'm hoping that's what happens, but they can't, like, justify paying them right now. Yeah, and that's kind of what it... A lot of people had, like, statements ready to go, so I don't... I don't know if they were really blindsided by this. It didn't seem like they were, but that is just a guess judging by like the Twitter reactions. It, but it is, it's still a bummer. And like you said, hopefully a lot of them will kind of get scooped back up once NXT Europe kicks in, but a lot of talented people no longer under the WWE banner. So that's which, unfortunate. Like, which we, we also, this is something that you and I have always disagreed on. I've never liked NXT UK. The, the, mm-hmm. the way that they have presented the show, it's it's not like I don't think the people on the show are talented. It's not like that, you know, I, I wanted it to, to fail. But whenever they were like, all right, we're doing the NXT UK tournament and then we're launching this third, this new brand and it's going to be a huge deal. And then they like did the tournament and they're like, all right, we're going to now we're going to and now we're going to do the, the brand. And then it was like 12 years later, the show finally launched and then the show like stopped for a while and then like it it just they never knew what they were doing with it. Yeah. And it always bothered me because they talk about these like he had Gunther carried the title for 700 something days. And it's like yeah, and he that, had like he had like 15 defenses. That title only had lengthy reigns. Yeah. Um only four people held it. The shortest reign is the most recent one. Um not the well, not the most recent one because Tyler Bate has it because they spoiled their own tournament. So that was the, um, that was where I was going with it. Is it's just like they they never took it as seriously as they wanted you to think they did because even yeah. now Tyler Bate, who is technically in contention, he's in a they're crowning a because Ilya Dragunov had to surrender the title due to injury, and that's so that was the shortest reign too because like Tyler Bate had a pretty good reign. And then Pete Dunne had the first monster reign where he held it for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then uh. Walter had it for like two years, yeah. Um, which like it's insane to think that that belt's been around that long. And when, uh, did but it, then again, Dalton, when 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 Dragunov beat Walter at the time for the title, which NXT UK show was that that he wanted? Oh, uh, was it Takeover Thirty One? Oh, it was. Just I'm not an, being. It was just an NXT Takeover. It wasn't even an NXT UK show. That was a very common thing. 
Yes, I know, uh, but that's also but yeah. that's kind of me again being petty about the way that they presented oh, yeah. this show. Oh yeah, I'm not arguing that with you. I'm just saying that was like because um, I think my match of the year in like 2017, 2018 was um, Dunn versus Tyler Bate at NXT Takeover Chicago. It yeah. was the one where they had uh, Jim Ross come and just do commentary for that match. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, no that that whole brand was blo- like the beginning of it was amazing. I that whole tournament was great. I really loved the fact that you could tell, uh, well, I mean, you don't really, this is a double-edged sword, but you could see that they were like, here's our two big future stars in Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. Because mm-hmm. Pete Dunne was the that, only one they let be a heel. Yes, but I loved that because it made it so impactful whenever he just beat the shit out of people like behind their backs. And like Regal and Triple H being like, well, no, Regal was like, what the fuck are you doing? And Triple H was like, I mean, he's making a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those moments. Like, they did that tournament so well. And that was actually what brought us Tommy in. Uh, so, I know you're talking about the things they did wrong with NXT UK. But let me talk about the UK tournament for just one minute. Um, the tournament was amazing. Uh, in and of itself, the wrestling was great. Um, the final day of it was amazing because we had Pete Dunne versus uh, Tyler Bate, which that match was insane. And that's whenever Bate won the belt. Uh, but we had uh, Neville come out. Super pissy. And this was right before King of the Cruiserweights. This is actually what kind of birthed King of the Cruiserweights. Where he was just like, you guys forgot me during the Cruiserweight Classic. And now you're forgetting me in the UK tournament. Like, when is when is somebody going to, like, not acknowledge me. I'm sure he didn't say that. But basically acknowledge me, my talent. Right. And then we have a newcomer who had just signed with the company. And that newcomer was Tommy End. And they called him Tommy End. And I was so excited because it was fucking Tommy End. It ended up being better when it was Aleister Black, but like that whole tournament was awesome because I was like, oh, Tyler Bates the champion, Pox back, oh, Tommy Insign. It was the greatest, and then they did nothing with it for the longest time except for really banger championship matches on uh, NXT takeovers. Yeah, and so they they did they spoiled their own tournament. So I don't even know if it's going to air or not, but they have a tournament to decide the new NXT UK champion. Uh, but spoiler alert. Tyler Bate came out as the NXT UK champion to challenge Braun Breaker. So there you go. I will say for every negative thing that I've said about NXT UK, I'm almost willing to wipe it away because they did give us pretty, pretty deadly. Yeah. So Um, also my favorite thing that ever happened in NXT, this is going to be a retrospect for a second. My favorite thing in the first year of NXT UK was they took Cassius Ono over there and made him work there. And he became the wrestling genius, Cassius Ono. Mm-hmm. And he, for some reason, became a worse wrestler when he did that. But then just started cheating a whole lot. And it was my favorite thing. He even had the shitty Andy Kaufman uh, wrestling genius shirt. Uh, it was it was my favorite. It was my favorite thing, Asa. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT UK could have been so cool. And then COVID happened. And then, it, like most things, fucked over a lot of things. Um and it just it and it didn't come back properly. 2020 added flames to the fire, but let's not oh, act no, like it was, NXT UK was, you know, all like Well, no, it wasn't it was never promoted properly. You're absolutely correct, but NXT UK was a weekly watch for me. Yeah. Like that was a bit like I was like, "Well, I'll never get rid of the network if they have NXT UK." <laughs> well, um good th- good th- good thing you like Raw again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Man, I'm ha- I'm happy, Asa. I'm happy. Even when something that I loved ended, I'm still happy. NXT Europe, baby. Tyler Bate running that show. Because it can't be Butch. Uh, nope. I'm happy. I'm happy. 
Well, so that that's actually something that I was going to ask you, and I completely forgot until not just now. So now that they have, they've brought over people like you know, A Kid is over, uh, Bates over now, Blair Davenport's over now. They brought over um, the women's champion uh, Sakamoto, Sakamoto, Miko Satomura. Thank you, uh, Sakamura. I couldn't. I don't. I I knew the first part, but I was blanking on the second part. Uh, yeah, we've seen her wrestle live. Yeah, we have. They they they've brought her, them over. Do you think when this NXT Europe launches, do you see any of them going back? Like at, at this point, we know Gunther has relocated so. to America, like full time. Yeah. like he's he's no, he doesn't he doesn't go back. He does not go back. Yeah, he's that is ro- a he's, that is a main roster person. Yes, well, but that's what I'm talking kind of like. I was kind of qualifying it of just like, do you think any of these NXT UK people who are coming over? Because I think like I'm pretty sure Noam Dar did not get released. But like, if he holy he, shit, <laughs> a name you haven't heard in, how does he still have a job? They got rid of Braun Strowman because <laughs> it was NXT UK. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, not a lot of people got released from UK until recently. Yeah, because they forgot they uh, existed. And I'm willing to bet, given what we know about the, given what we know about those contracts, uh, that entire roster probably didn't equal what Strowman was making. So they weren't super concerned about that. <laughs> They were just pulling a bunch of Lanny Poffos of WCW was paying me for years and didn't even know they were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we found, we corrected the glitch. So are you going to tell yeah. him? We corrected the glitch. <laughs> like, so uh, to answer your question, we'll stop doing bits for a second. I think, um, yeah, I think, a, I think a handful of them will go back just because it's one of those things. And if they do go back, it's a smart business play. I think if you're going to, especially bait, like that's going to be your flag bearer for a while. Butch very much is going to be a main roster person until... Hopefully, I mean, hopefully Triple H just puts him back in the singlet that he worked so hard to make himself look amazing in mm-hmm. um, and let him be Pete Dunne again. Uh, but, like, uh, Tyler Bate needs to go back, not because I think he is lesser, but I think that if you're going to build a new brand, you need somebody that's young and super talented, and those are both Tyler Bate's, like, top two attributes. He's super talented It's super young. I think he's only, like, 24, 25. Um, because he won the belt when he was like 19. Yeah, he's, he's uh, ridiculously young. Disgustingly young. Yeah. Um, so I think you, you keep people like Bate, and, but you keep him on NXT. So that way the American audience knows who he is. Mm-hmm. I think you need that recognition. Miko Satomura coming back and doing shit is going to be important because whenever NXT Europe pops up, you're going to need her. Like You're going to need people to know who she is. Also, I think she's like one of the top 10 women's wrestlers of all time that doesn't get the credit that they like deserve, which mm-hmm. is weird. Cause like women's wrestling has really started hitting its apex, but she's been doing it forever. And like, is and one been of the doing best it just then better than most people forever. Yeah. The fact that she's just not on the main roster right now, because there's nothing for her besides holding that fucking UK belt. Mm-hmm. Like you have her under contract, make her do six or not make her have her do six months in America. Oscar versus fucking Miko. Yeah, let's go right now. I need that in my like. I know, like, I need it in my body right now. Like her versus that whole roster. The the match that I want to see the most, weirdly, is her versus Sasha. Like, I think yeah. that would just. I think that would just rule. But in but you're right. But I will say too. I'm also very glad that she is not like Vince isn't going to have access to her because I, Triple H, I believe, will respect the legacy and understand the legacy. Like. But I don't think that Vince gives a shit because it, we all it's it's very much, you know, you haven't done anything here. So you haven't done anything. 
Yeah. So, um, but yeah, NXT UK expanding to NXT Europe. Uh, like I said, the Worlds Collide event is next weekend, I think. Is it the same weekend as Clash of the Castle? I feel like it is. Let's do... I don't have my phone on me. Gosh dang it. Um, uh, give me I, a second. Because it's, it's either... I don't think it's a Wednesday event. Like, I don't think it's just like an NXT special like they just did with Heat Wave. I think it's, it is its own... Like, it might be the Friday night and then Clash is Saturday. But I don't know that for sure. Dalton is looking Sep- it up. That's... September 4th, that's a Sunday. That's a... F- okay. Yeah, that's a Sunday. I have homework due that day. That's the only reason I know that. Okay. Wait, isn't that... Okay, when's All Out? Isn't that this weekend? I don't... Oh, I hope it's not this weekend. No, they have they have another week. They have at least one other week. Oh, my bad. So, alright, Clash of the Castle is su- Saturday, September-, September 3rd. Uh, Worlds Collide is September 4th. AEW All Out is sorry for all the clicking on my. Is also September fourth. Uh, well, I will be I'm watching look- All Out. But it's Labor Day. But but that is Labor Day weekend. So hell yeah, I ain't got to. Yeah, but one of those one of those I pay uh, ten dollars a month for, and the other one I will pay fifty dollars for outright. I will be watching All Out live. Oh yeah, no, like that's I don't yeah. think that was a that that was never a question. It was yeah. just more of a sweet if since because All Out is on Sunday. And we know those shows can can go long. It's nice they're doing it on a holiday weekend where I don't have to get up for Monday. That's true, so, yeah. Lucky us. That's anyway. why I like Double or Nothing. It's in the middle of summer break, so I'm like, I don't yeah. have any responsibilities tomorrow. Doesn't apply <laughs> to you, you bastard. Uh, well, we spent way more time <laughs> on NXT UK and Europe than I thought we would. Um, That's so, good, but we talked about happy things, Asa. I want to be happy today. I don't want to talk about anything sad. Well, too bad. Um, because it came out today... That Eddie Kingston has just finished out a two-week suspension from AEW. Uh, that's a happy thing. He's out of suspension, Asa. That's fair. There is a lot of speculation going on with the AEW locker room in general. There was apparently an all-hands roster meeting last night before the show. That it, It's so much kind of like... He said, she said, drama, that it's not something that I really want to spend a lot of time or energy talking about on the show. Yeah, no, I don't want to either. There's other podcasts you can go to, um, you know, Fightful. If you're a Fightful Select member, you you have a ton of information available to you on it. Uh, Same thing with, like, uh, uh, Dave Meltzer. There's, There's other places you can go that will give you more than just two chuckle fucks opinion of who's in the wrong and, like the high school gossip but what we do know is that eddie kingston was suspended for a backstage altercation with sammy guevara that took place after sammy cut a promo on rampage that promo was cut from the episode so it didn't get shown apparently sammy said something that upset eddie eddie confronted him backstage and put his hands on sammy eddie kingston has flat out come forward and said what i did was wrong i was in the wrong i completely understand that i was in the wrong so it's it's good of him to own up to it because you know that's what an adult does so we don't think he called (laughs) you think he called him a twat (laughs) 
<laughs> what's another word for, what's another word for a twat well i guess i just called them out because uh, that video started so the my my power of positivity from a few months ago at this point was that live video of him signing everything and it was adam just, cole he's like how do you call somebody a twat without calling him a twat no, oh, fuck it, i'll call him a t- i thought adam cole was too pretty he's too pretty all my none of my oh, friends I, are pretty except for the except for the ladies <laughs> all my friends are ugly monkey he's ugly <laughs> I, that was funny to me um but they the thing about sammy where he flat out said i hope he's there on wednesday i want to smack him which this was months ago like it wouldn't have been that same one yeah. day allegedly i but, will say during his suspension though that's whenever cm punk said and eddie kingston was the third best eddie i've ever been in the ring with and just, just the tweet of oh so that cunt's gonna say something when i'm not there mm-hmm. like that got me. I didn't even know he was on suspension. I was like, I don't know why he's not there. But the fact that he tweeted that out, mm-hmm. gold. See, I assumed it was because he knew that he wasn't going out there. Same thing with like the hangman stuff. Of it's just oh, yeah. like, well, yeah, he's not just going to like. Although, if there's anyone on that roster that is going to be like, no, I know what I know who's supposed to go out right now, but I'm going out right now. It's <laughs> yeah. probably Eddie Kingston. I Sean Ross Sapp put a tweet about like. I remember the time Eddie Kingston told the story about his friend corking a baseball bat with gravel and nails or uh, a <laughs> wiffle ball bat with gravel and nails. And when I read that, I was like, and that's the person you decide you want to fuck with. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I'm I'm doing it like I Eddie Kingston's going to hate me because he thinks I'm a suck up. That's yeah. what's like. That is that is my goal. That is my best case scenario. I don't think we're going to be friends. I don't think he would like me as a person. But I want I I either he nothings me, or he dislikes me because he thinks I'm a suck up. It's one this of those the, two. This is the whole Kevin Nash conundrum again, Asa. Yeah. I want him to not remember me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> but so the suspension is over. Uh, we don't know if because originally it was scheduled that Eddie and Sammy were going to have a match at All Out. That is no longer confirmed. It's kind of up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen. Personally, like, if that match doesn't happen, I'm not going to be super upset just because the, the Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society stuff went so long that mm-hmm. I'm ready to see what's next for Kingston. So, because whatever it is, he's going to make it great. Yeah. Next up, which what this is something that I was very, very surprised by. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is no longer with the WWE. He stepped never- down. As senior Wait a vice president right. of live events. Sad, sad moment. All right, here's my sad thing. I'm never going to fucking get a Jeff Jarrett six-inch action figure. God damn it. Because the ultimate <laughs> was only in the render phases. They're going to cancel that shit, Asa. You God. So? Yeah, because we fucking had the sting that was like almost like we had production shots of it. And they were like, oh, he signed with AEW. See ya. Like... Asa, I'm never going to... I was so happy. It was my most excited thing coming out of Comic-Con. So all you, know, you need... It was, all you need is for him to not sign somewhere else. I guess. That's all you or need. Or just, just make the fucking figure. They made Billy Gunn. They made Daddy <laughs> Ass. He's over there. Sorry, I I forgot that Jeff Jarrett uh, stopped working there. Got re- I don't fucking know. But just like doesn't work there anymore and then i like the second i heard it i was like oh that lasted long and then my follow-up was motherfucker because i knew i wasn't gonna get that ultimate now and you know if i like even if i do get that ultimate ac you know what i'm not gonna get fucking don't piss me off jeff jarrett era i hate everything well hey don't worry because they're in so now that jeff jarrett is gone uh they did 
bring back another legend of the business, uh, equally iconic and arguably the original Jeff Jarrett, if I do say so myself, uh, Road Dog is now oh, yeah. back with WWE. Uh, I was worried. I thought I was going to have to subscribe to his OnlyFans. I don't know if he has an OnlyFans. That's a gross misinterpretation of Road Dog. But it like give it three more months, it would have happened. And now, and now Road Dog is now stepping in as vice president of live events. Um, so he's stepping right into Jeff's shoes there. Uh, and, and it goes to show you, kids, if you... If you Road Dog has been fucking taking his job for decades. And it goes to show you that if you bitch and whine about being unemployed for long enough on Twitter and social media to the point where you point out that, like, I don't know why you won't hire me. Eventually, your rich friend who is now the new boss will finally reach out to you and be like, fine, here. (laughs) So, strike one, Triple H. <laughs> you have a lot you've hit a lot of home runs. This is the first at bat where you fucking swung and missed. Yep, Next be... one's gonna be Braun Strowman. He's gonna be he's like, you're down in the count. No, he's he's still sitting there like like the kid from South Park just looking at his phone waiting for waiting for a notification. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Just looking. Uh, oh, missed calls, zero. Missed text, <laughs> zero. Uh EC3 needs me for CYN. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, a little bit, some more sh- corporate shakeups within the WWE. Yeah. Uh, and then some Impact news, because we don't get to talk about Impact enough as I would like to. Uh, which, I, I know what you're thinking. Asa, you're the one that puts all the show notes together. You can talk about Impact as much as you want. And listen here, hypothetical person. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> some contract news as Tennille Dashwood has confirmed that she is now a free agent. Uh, no longer under impact contract. I don't know. So at first, my first reaction was just like, okay, she would be a great boost to the AEW roster. Yeah. But they have such a problem using what, because when you think about it and you look at it on paper, the AEW women's roster is fucking stacked. Yeah. Big. So do they really need Dashwood because they are not do handling their women roster correctly as it is. Not even close. Uh, and then I was like, wait a minute. Tennille Dashwood was Emma, who was a huge deal under NXT. Oh, shit. If we could get a Tennille Dashwood Triple H run with that current roster? Yeah. Ooh. But that's I, what I, I want wanna, now. That's what I, I want. I don't want to put a damper on what you're saying, and I'm not saying that Triple H didn't have it. Like, the era that Emma was in NXT, though, was bef- was that pre- was... That was, that was Dusty's NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, now, not saying that Triple H didn't have a hand in it. He very much did. But that was Dusty. Like, that was Dusty and Regal's baby at that point. That Triple H was, like, writing creative for. But those were two that really put a lot of the work in where I think that, like, Emma would be a William Regal person or a Dusty person. And the only, Like, one of Dusty's kids. The only reason that I don't... I think that Triple H has enough respect for that status. Yeah. That he, she... That he would do right by her if she went to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it was, if this was like, if someone left, you know, I don't have a really, I don't have a good example. So never mind. We're, we're moving on. But I do think that between, especially William Regal, like if William Regal texts triple H and is like, Hey, I want this person pushed like today. I feel like he would at the very least consider it. 
Yeah, he would entertain because I think William Regal kind of does. It's not that he has Triple H's year, but he has Triple H's respect. Yeah, and Triple H would be like, you know what? There's a reason you're telling me this. Yes, so. Um, or and it could be way off. It could be that like he was the one that came up with like the Emelina gimmick, oh. and just yeah. So who knows? I'm talking out my butt. Uh, and the other bit of contract news that we know is that the Good Brothers impact contracts end on August 27th. Uh, they were set to end sooner, but they did sign a brief extension. So there are tapings this coming weekend, um, tomorrow and Saturday, that the uh, those will be that that could potentially be the last appearance of the Good Brothers in Impact Wrestling. Uh, and they are the current Impact Tag Team Champions. So, there is that as well. And then they're going to... They are apparently scheduled for New Japan appearances in September. So... That's cool. Be another kind of curious... Where where do they end up? You know, do they land back at Impact? Do they stay in Japan? Do they go... Do they finally sign a contract with AEW? <laughs> um, I honestly think of the three, that one is the least likely. No, I think WWE is because I'm thinking about the uh, Boner Yard match. No, I said and... three. I said of those three. Oh, I my bad. I also think the whole Triple H telling them, like, you know, you could sign with AEW, but, like, we're family here. And I'm worried about your family. Like, we don't, you don't know the future of that company, what could happen. So they, no, they so... convince them to sign, re-sign with WWE, and then, like, what, a month later they fire them? Yeah, so it goes back to the Boner Yard match. Of, I, th- I think it was Gallows that said it out loud. He's like... Because they were still doing the bit where it was like the flashback where they were signed with WWE instead of AEW. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's two Pauls I can trust, that, or there's two Pauls at WWE, and neither, neither of them would fuck me. Because it was also around the Heyman stuff whenever mm-hmm. he was running Raw. Oh, yeah. Like, just, he... <laughs> it's like, there's two Pauls in WWE, and neither of them would fuck us. Like, I just, oh, God, I love them. God, I wish they would have made the Super 7s better. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's all right. Uh, and that is it for the news of the week. Um, so going into playing with ourselves, I'm going to start this off just because mine will go, mine will go faster than yours. Uh, Gamescom is this week. It's been going on and the, we got a pretty good look at the AEW games account, uh, Twitch account, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube or Twitch. I I found it on YouTube. I think the replays on YouTube, but I think it originally aired on their Twitch account. Yeah. But of fight forever. We got the, we got, you know, we saw Adam Cole, we saw Kenny Omega, we, it was Evil Uno and Colt Cabana playing, and like, I am so stoked for this game, honestly. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, If you haven't, if you haven't noticed, I'm still having like the coughing stuff going on, so that's my bad, I apologize. But I'm super stoked for this game. I cannot wait to play it. It looks like it plays how I want it to play. It, it looks like it is just straight up a modern day no mercy. Yeah. The more I, I will say like, I know people were really crapping on the graphics and they still are. I don't think that's as warranted, like, cause they never said that they were trying to go for that WWE 2K simulation look like that was never the goal. Yeah. That said, I do wish the game did look a little bit better. And granted, it's, you know, we don't know how early into the build that we're seeing footage of, you know, this could be multiple versions, not versions, like multiple updates behind, because that's just the nature of of making games. 
but between like the reveal trailer and where we're at now, there hasn't been a ton of improvement. So I'm not kind of, I'm kind of not holding my breath on that, but ultimately is as long as it, as long as it plays smooth and it's fun, I'm, I'm on board. Like, yeah, obviously there's stuff that, you know, they, I'm sure that they wish they could have done or could have done better, but it's their first outing. I'm, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, if it comes out and it's an absolute dumpster fire, that's going to break my heart because apparently yeah. Saints Row, which is another game that I was super excited for, has just a bunch of game breaking bugs in it. So I, that went from, I was going to buy it this week to, I'm going to wait a, a week or two and see what gets ironed out. Because if I end up having to like lose my save, I'm just going to lose my shit. <laughs> so, lose two things at once. It's at two, the same damn time. Twice at once. Two for one special. Just like these hands would have been. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm not as excited about it. I, I don't know what it is. And again, I think my issues... Ooh, I didn't Triple like the H game. is in charge of WWE. Now AEW sucks. You're such a... Triple H sin. Go ahead. I almost there said Tony. I, was like, I almost said Tony Khan because I got my internet tribalism backwards. Yeah, I know. Well, I was just excited. I was like, "Where? I want to see where you go with this." I, I completely stopped what I was saying. I was like, "I want to see where this goes." Um, no, so uh, it, it is cool that they're doing. Like, it looks like a really, really polished AEW No Mercy mod, which is an is a compliment in a way. But that's not the kind of game that I like playing anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. Am I buying this game? Yes. Um, if they have a special edition that I deem cool enough for me to buy, yes, like 10 times over. If they put an action figure in it, I'm, I'm fucking there. Yes, sir. What's up? You're you're hitting me with the time. I talked to, uh, I had a queek, queek, a queek. My, what the fuck is happening to me? Did you stroke? I had a quick message exchange with one farmer, Billy Hills, uh, who, also is yeah. on board. like he agrees with me but he also said like i don't care give me the most expensive edition i'm taking it now and i was like yeah, yeah i hadn't really considered that but yeah if you give me if you give me an action figure bundle because like wwe has done that before where it's like <laughs> oh my god asa i'm making points and you fucking keep cutting me off because the action what? figure's gonna be cody <laughs> oh yeah let's go let's go there's they have so many they have to ship out asa they made so many he was going to be in the next four waves. Like, they, he's just going to be bundled in. That's coming with the base game. Mm-hmm. You get Cody and Brandy with the $100 edition. You get the whole family. I'm talking the baby and Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the $120 edition. No, anyway, like, I'm going to buy it. I know I'm going to buy it. I like playing wrestling video games. I like having wrestling video games. It looks like it plays well. A lot of the issues I had with the gameplay, like, when they were playing, they were taunting a whole lot to get their spirit up. And that is very, that's no mercy. Yeah. Um... And, like, honestly, No Mercy is the most true-to-life wrestling game that's ever existed. Because, like, it's not based on how many moves you hit. It's how hard you get the crowd behind you. Um, and then you get you get the crowd behind you enough, and you hit your finisher, and then you're done. That's actually the most fucking wrestling psychology in any game ever. Um, but, I like, it's not the game that I like to play a whole lot. I actually got a hold of um, an N64 right at the beginning of the pandemic with no mercy because gaming grounds just had a bunch of shit. And I was like trying to piece together systems form. And I tested out an N64 form for a week and I had no mercy and, uh, WCW and WO world tour. And I played those games for a couple hours each and I had a good time. But then after that, I was like, yeah, I have, there's nothing for me here. Um, I'm buying this game though. Um, it looks like I don't even hate the graphics. It's gameplay that I'm like, oh man, I feel like I'm going to get bored with this really quick. 
Um, the graphics look good. I think the graphics look good. If you look at the crowd, like the crowds in that game look better than the crowds in the 2K game. Uh, I like the camera angle a lot. There's a lot that I do like. I just don't know yeah. if I'm going to enjoy this game. Like, there's a lot that they're doing that I'm like, no, it's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, and, but yeah, no. And, and like I said, I, it's not that I'm like, I don't hate the graphics. I won't say that. It's just, it doesn't quite look as polished as I would like it. Also, some of the like animations are a little rough. Um, that said, you say that there's nothing for you to do, but may I point out the CM Punk Paul White match that happened where... Paul White was blocking by just sticking his chest out like that. Because yeah. that is just I'm I'm very I again, it's this is exactly what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah, this and is it, Batista it, yelling at Triple H and like but Triple H being like, No, I did. Like no stop yelling at me. I but this is it's what right here. Hit. It's look, right here. Look, my yeah. chest. Look, hit it. If you hit me, it won't it hurt. It won't hurt me. Won't yeah. Hurt. So um we don't we still don't have a release date yet, um, which isn't a gr- doesn't inspire a ton of confidence that they're still gonna it's still gonna hit this year because like the original rumor was September, which we are now six days away from. So, Maybe it happens. Maybe it so, happens. Uh, that would be that would be amazing. But I'm I don't know. This is a weird thing to say, but I don't know if God of War dropping uh, its release date affected whether or not they wanted to go up against it. Because like Sonic the Hedgehog, no fear. I'm coming out two days before. Fuck you. Does Kenny Omega fear Kratos is the question yes. we have to ask. So We've played God of War. Yes, the answer is yes. We all fear Kratos, boy. Like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. So, but that's it for my power, for, not that wasn't my power positivity. That was, that was the update that I wanted to mention for Fight Forever. Now, Dalton, you have, because I am going to limit you, because we got to save something for, for the next couple weeks, but you got a very exciting delivery today. Ah. Uh. Oh, I wasn't even going to lead with that. Asa. Asa. And I don't have to do them all at once. But but Asa, I got one of my grails. Because I'm going to tell you right and now, we we don't have four weeks worth of Dalton's action figure adventures in this episode. I don't no, have we it don't. in me. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. And we won't even talk about our one from... We'll, we'll save what we did on Sunday for next week. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But Asa, I got one of my grails in the last month. Mm-hmm. I got Mr. Brody Lee... Chase figure. I got it for a hell of a deal, too. I didn't even pay... Like, I paid over retail, but I didn't pay that much. It's so gorgeous. I don't even want to open it up. Uh, it's that pretty. It, yeah. He's in the purple. He's in the black. Uh, it's, oh, it's so... It's awesome. I love it. Uh, but yeah, that was going to be my lead-off. And it's it's there, and I hang it... I'm going to put it on this peg, and I'm going to hang it back up. And it's next to the, the other Chase that I'll talk about next week. Um, but, Asa, this, today, I've had it for less than three hours. Yes. I got the new generation ultimate ring and oh my God, there's so much to it. Whenever I was talking about this ring a year ago and I said, I don't know if there's $250 worth of value in here. I was wrong. There's so much value in this. This ring is huge. It's, it's to the left of me, which I guess is your right. If you're looking at me, so the strings, the ropes are right here. Mm-hmm. The ring is like, so I put together four scale rings at this point for a or six inch figures. I had the original Wicked Cool uh, NXT ring that I got uh, for like on at a dying Toys R Us for super cheap, and that ring sucked to put together, but it was huge and it was awesome and it was pretty. I ended up selling that. I then got the light up ring 
that WWE made whenever they started doing the LED boards. They made a scale ring. And it was a lot smaller and it was actually cool for figures because it felt like it fit more. But it was really lacking in comparison. Uh, because, like, the turnbuckles kind of sucked. It was just kind of a shitty made ring. Uh, like, even the printing on my ring was off. Uh, but it was cool. And then I got the uh, first AEW ring, which I sold the cash board because he didn't have one and he needed one. Uh, and that was a lot like the Wicked Cool. It was super cool uh, where it was like it was really big and there was a lot of pieces that made it actually like an actual wrestling ring. This ultimate ring puts all of them to shame. It's a tad bit smaller. It's in between the uh, main event ring, which was the light up ring and the Wicked Cool Toys variants of those rings. It's in between those two sizes, and I think it's the perfect size for these. But the like the turnbuckle pads actually have padding in them, and there's actually little like screws that keep the turnbuckle to the rope. And like it's it's so insane, and it even it has the boards underneath. Yeah, and even the like I have the apron on, or I have the canvas on, so you can't tell. But even the fucking like the right uh, the sides of the ring are actually molded to look like an actual ring side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane the amount of detail they put into it. Um, I love the ring. The ring alone, $150, probably would have bought it. Just the ring. Then you get the entrance, like, stage. Which, I sent a video to you guys with... I had a CM Punk next to me whenever uh, I was doing it, so I just put him in front for scale. But the thing lights up like a champion. You put fresh batteries in that bitch, and that thing glows. And there's, like, eight different settings for the light-up thing. That's super cool, and it's huge. Like, I can't fit it in any of these shelves. I have a lot of work to do. Whenever I finally decide to redo this figure room. Because I got to fit this big bitch somewhere. <laughs> um, and then, so those are the two. We haven't gotten Macho Man yet. We knew Macho Man was going to be a uh, separate pack-in. Because not everybody that got the ring got Macho Man. Because it was an early bird. But we did get two figures. I got the Ultimate Diesel. Um, a lot of people are saying this is a big letdown of a figure. I like it a lot. Uh, one of my heads has a little paint scuffy on the eye. Where it looks like a little bit of paint's missing, and that's kind of a bummer considering the amount of money I paid for it. But comes with two heads, not a big deal. Our friend and yours, Kevin Nash, uh, super cool that we got him in ultimate form. Uh, looks dope, especially next to the Amazon exclusive Shawn Michaels that I have also gotten in the last month that we haven't talked about yet. Those two figures together, fucking fire. Um, you can't have one without the other. But like, I think the the shining jewel as of right now until we get macho man is this doink which i did not give a fuck about when they announced i was actually you, mad that they gave us doink. i was gonna say you were active you it's not that you didn't care about it you were actively mad they included it as part of it yeah but when you give us an ultimate ultimate like some wwe ultimates it's like i'm paying ten dollars for not a lot of reason this is an ultimate the jacket is fucking phenomenal even the inside of the jacket has this diamond print like, you have three heads with three different hair molds, and the hair molds pop out of the heads, so you can have, like, a bunch of different variations of what your doink looks like. It comes with a giant mallet. The The figure itself, it's doink. I mean, it's it's kind of the weird in-between, like, super evil doink and debut doink. I wish they would have just given us, like, a debut outfit. But this is very new generation. I get it. Um, but, like, this figure fucking slaps. Like, this figure, like... I was looking at sold listings because I'm that kind of person where I'm like, oh, I wonder what all this stuff's going for. This is like a $300 or a $250 figure right now. And like, if you didn't get a hold of it, this is cooler than any AEW chase that they've made. And I'm including Bikers Moxley because this thing has so many like options and variations to it that it's insane. Uh, overall, 
Fucking love this set. Uh, I don't know if I'll do the next crowdfunding because I don't see them doing another ring. Um, and I don't know what the price is going to be. It would have to really knock my socks off. Basically, the SmackDown fist stage. Do it, you fucking cowards. Uh, I'll pay $400. let us go. Uh, but, like, I... I have the in-your-house aprons. This is everything. If I was like, if you were to have a scale ring and you didn't buy it last year when it was on crowdfunding, you missed out. Because this is perfect. Like, even if you don't like the new generation era, this is like the perfect ring for any kind of wrestling figure. I got it. it. That's awesome. I mean, it does look really good. Like, the video you sent, like, the entranceway looks super cool. I'm sure you will be, once you get it, your layout a little bit more set up, I'm sure you'll be posting more uh, pictures and things like that about it. So it, it is cool. I'm I'm glad that I am not in, as into, I'm glad I don't open my figures. Oh, so that's, thank you. So the thing I was mentioned in the pre-show, you know, the weirdest thing. Oh, so yeah. I sent you, the, I sent the pictures like as I was opening it. And the and I knew this going in because I watched uh, Kyle Peterson and My Damn Toys open the like the the set, but the Ultimates aren't taped. They didn't tape the boxes shut. I guess because they like, knew it wasn't like it was just going into the yeah like straight into the box. And some people were really upset about it. They're like, it's one piece of tape that you how how are people going to know that you're buying this actually brand new that you didn't take it out and play with it? Well. I don't think that was the point of this set, Asa. I don't think this the point of this set was to resell it. I think that this was a fucking play set. And they gave us, like, they gave us actual Ultimate boxes. Like, they are in retail boxes that you would find mm-hmm. at Target. Like, it's the exact same from, like, the Sean I bought and the Hogan I bought a couple weeks back. Like, the boxes are the same. But they didn't tape them shut because they weren't meant to be taped shut. Like, they were meant to just be in this box. And if I guess if you sell it, you sell it. But, like, so the Sentinel figures, those, like, stretch goal figures weren't even in a box, right? They were just covered in, like, the tissue paper, yeah? No, they, they were part of the actual plastic packaging. So, like, oh, the okay. big, the, the, um, so the big box, you open up the box and you slide out the Sentinel and he is in that plastic packaging. The other figures are packaged in there like his accessories. Oh, okay, so yeah. They, so, but, but yeah, like, they're not in their own individual, like, oh, this is a Marvel Legends box. Yeah, so I do feel bad for some people because some people actually like the Ultimate Edition boxes are pretty fucking dope. Like they mm-hmm. look awesome. I wish it's I why had I one have by a, me. It's why I have a couple. Yeah, the boxes look amazing. Um, and somebody was like, I mean, this kind of sucks for me because I like putting them all together, and I don't like the fact that I have two boxes that aren't secured. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that, but like, for somebody that opens their shit, this set, man, is it. And I understand because like inbox people, you know, they they don't get respect in the action figure collection community just in general. So like I get that frustration. I don't fully understand why that person wouldn't just put his own tape on it at that point. I think that would take the value down. I mean, yeah, but if he's not planning on if he if he's. I guess everyone collects with the intention to resell eventually but like if that's not your goal like if you're planning on holding on to this collection for a long time because it's something you want then who gives a shit because that's how i collect like my the stuff that i open i open but the stuff that i don't like i like it when the boxes are are nicer but it's not because i'm hoping to eventually get you know an extra 
10 to $15 when I plan to resell it because yeah. I have no current plans to resell anything. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. But I just, I thought it was, I thought it was weird that like, I was like, that was a choice that they made. Um, but yeah, no, like the box is super, like they knocked it out of the park with this fucking ultimate set. I, I will and, say too, I understand the frustration of it because of the ease and frequency that we've seen people like, if someone knows what they're delivering, if they like crack it open and take something out, like they could just pull the figure yeah. right out. Like, so yeah. That is oh, and that's what I, that's what I didn't choice. like about the, the, the shipping box literally says WWE ultimate scale ring. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I told, uh, I told somebody, I was like, Hey, let me, like, if that shows up at the house, get that in the fucking house right now. Mm-hmm. And he texted me, it was, a, I was on my bus route and he was like, Hey, I, it's in the house right now. You're good. And I was like, nice. I was having a mini heart attack all at work. I was like, please don't let anybody <laughs> steal that fucking package. But, but yeah, no, I like, we have a lot of playing with ourselves to catch up on. And I, I started with a heavy hitter. Yeah. And it, it makes me so happy coming out, coming out swinging. Um, yeah. but it was, it, 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 it is super cool. I'm glad that I am glad that you're as happy with it as you are because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like if you were underwhelmed by it, like I know that would have hurt. So I'm, I'm glad that you are happy with it. And honestly, I am kind of excited to see like what you end up coming up with to one display it into. Cause I think now that you've got something cool to actually like, do Use. with i think you'll be a little bit more motivated to actually do more of like figure photography stuff so yeah I'm and i got us i got a sweet ass in your house custom dio made from would you kindly studios just for this fucking ring shout out to would you kindly studios hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. so but that is going to do it for this week thank you everybody one for your patience uh, if you've stuck around, if you've kept us subscribed on your rotation these last few weeks while we have been very hit or miss, uh, I would like to say that that is over, but uh, I can't, and I'm sorry, but we will keep you informed. Hopefully next week will be just another show, just another week of fantastic talking about wrestling and toys and video games and cool stuff speaking of video games we might have i might be putting together a little side project for a thing that we'll put up on the channel maybe potentially but we'll talk more about that later um it was something that had to do that we actually did talk about during this episode we snuck a little we snuck a little hintsky in there and we didn't even know it so until next time you can of course follow the show on twitter at nerdiest part you can follow me on twitter at the five star man with the number five you can follow dalton on twitter at mr d anthony n p o t r and again we're, we're we're starting back up hopefully you guys have enjoyed it and are sticking with us and because we appreciate you so until next week fingers crossed Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and of course, as always, watch more wrestling.